We'll take a short break. So um, we're reading the Parsha in Bayishlach. Uh, we read about the incident that took place after Rachel passes away. So after Rachel passes away, her son, her eldest son, Ruven, he sees that Yaakov, that his father, moved his bed, which was normally in the tent of Rachel, but now she passed away. And he expected that it's going to go to his mother, to his mother Leah. That was Reuven's mother, because she was the real sister. But instead, he put it in the tent of Bilhah, the uh, maidservant of, of Rachel. And Reuven was really disturbed, and he was upset about what his father did. So he goes, and he moves the bed into his mother's tent, into the tent of, of uh, Leah, his mother's tent. The verse says, like, very strong words. The verse says that Reuven had intimacy with his mother. That's what the verse says. Rashi explains that because he mixed up the bedding of his father, mixed into his father's intimate life, which wasn't his place, the Torah considers it as a grave violation, a grave sin for him. And that's why the Torah refers to it, that Ruvain had intimacy with his mother. Yet, we know the Medrash says that Ruvain was the one that opened up the level of teshuva for everyone else. As we read later on in the Parsha, Reuben was the first one, and he opened the gates of teshuva. That means that even after one makes a mistake, and one violates one of the laws and one of the rules of the Torah, he repented. He repented to such an extent that we say that all of Yaakov's children, right in the verse following this, says there were 12, which means that even Reuven, who did this mistake, was really wholesome, and he was complete, and his repentance was complete. So it turns out that Yaakov not only had his children at the level of tzaddikim, but he even had children at the level of Baal Teshuvah. And the Gemara, we know, opinions, but in the Gemara, the seems that locha is that about Shuba is even greater than a tzaddik. So it means amongst his children were many tzaddikim, but there was also a, a Baal Teshuvah, which is Ruvain. He opened up the way of Teshuvah. But the Rebbe asks, we, Teshuvah is not Ruvain the first one. We find by Adam, we find by Cain. They read it to Teshuvah. Why does the Medrash say that Reuben opened up the door of Teshuvah, he was the first Baal Teshuvah. It's before. And the Rebbe explains 
that while Adam and Cain did Teshuvah, they did it out of fear of retribution. So their Teshuvah, while it was a Teshuvah, but it came as a result of a fear of punishment. Whereas Ruvain came because of his realization that he made a mistake, and his realization did a, a, a violation. And his reason for return is really that much stronger because he just realized that this was wrong to do what he did. And perhaps I was thinking we can even add to this. You know, in our lives, um, when you, um, you know, when you try to uh, maybe discipline children or uh, you, sometimes they don't want to listen. So what do you do? So they're afraid of punishment. If they're not going to listen, a student in class is going to lose recess or he's going to have to go to the principal. He's going to uh, lose something. He's going to lose uh, uh, some computer time, whatever, whatever the case is. So sometimes there is a way to enforce it through uh, threatening punishment or through punishment. But of course, that's not the same as when the realization comes from inside that what you don't do what's wrong or you change your ways is not because of a threat of anything, but when you do it uh, out of recognition. But here I think is the additional strength of what Rubin did, because this was a very, very difficult thing for Rubin to realize, because at first glance, when a person doesn't realize that they're making a mistake, they're actually thinking that they're doing a mitzvah. What did Ruvain do over here? Ruvain thought that he was sticking up for his mother's honor. And by all measures and standards, it would seem that Yaakov should have gone to his mother. Not in, he was offended, and he, he took on his mother's case, his mother's pain. His, mother's, his mother suffered enough from the fact during Rachel's lifetime that his, Yaakov liked, liked Rachel more than his mother. So he was full of pain, and after her, the death of Rachel, he stuck up for his mother. And it's so hard to realize sometimes that you made a mistake when, in the surface, you actually think that what you're doing is a big mitzvah. You know, most of the tzoras the Jewish people have comes from those that thinking they're doing mitzvahs. There's a lot of discontent, and there's a lot of machloikis, and there's a lot of disagreements, and there's a lot of hard feelings. And you ask the people, why are you doing, why are you behaving? They say, what do you mean? You know, I'm fighting for Hashem. I'm fighting for what's right. I'm doing the right thing. They're always thinking that that's what the right thing, that's what Hashem wants me to do. That's a very, very fine line to realize, to reach to the realization that while you may think that what you're doing is justice, that you're sticking up for what's right, and you're doing what's good, if it's not your place, if you see other rabbis having a disagreement, you see other yin, it's not your place to get involved. It's not your issue. Yaakov's private life was not Ruvain's issue. Ruvain does not get involved no matter how bad it feels for his mother, no matter how much he wants to stick up for her pain. It is not 
your responsibility and for you it's a violation. And herein lays the strength of Ruben's teshuva. Because sometimes, you know, you talk to people that are on this side of the fence and that side of the fence and you try to tell them, why are you doing this, you know? Why, why? Sometimes, you know, you deal with cases, shalom bayis, you know, and you say, well, you know, who she is and this, you know. And you try to say, it's so hard to step back and to realize, you know what? I'm actually wrong. <laughs> even though I think I'm so right, and even though I have all the excuses and all the things, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'm actually wrong. That takes such tremendous power. That was the power of Ruin's Teshuva, more than everything else, that he can realize that notwithstanding all of his good intentions, yet he made a mistake. That's why also we can say that Ruvain was the real level of Abal Teshuva, on the highest level of Abal Teshuva. And that's why Yaku's children were all wholesome, that he can calm a son, that even at that level could recognize that he made a mistake. And then we knew that Yaakov is perfect, and Ayu, Bnei Yaakov, Shneemoser, the older children were 12, and all Klal Yisrael, all of us together, are one unit, we're all together, and we get Hashem's blessing. Thank you.